Hey guys, it me, and I'm back with a new segment of my Best Vintage Life podcast, 31 Questions. Why 31 Questions, you ask? Well, because I'm 31 years old. What will we do when I turn 32? I guess we'll add another question. Um, But in the meantime, 31 Questions is featuring members of the fashion industry who don't necessarily work with vintage clothing full-time, but do have a passion for vintage and their beliefs um, when it comes to working with fashion and sustainability align with mine, and I admire them for that. So my first guest for the 31 Questions segment is Isadora Alvarez. She is the founder and creative director of Backbeat Co. Hi, Isa. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, First off, thank you for recording with me today. I appreciate it. I know that you are a busy gal, so thank you for taking the time to do so. Um, No problem. Pleasure's all mine. We have uh, a lot of excited listeners. Um, So, and I actually think maybe one or two people who are interested in becoming wholesale clients. So we'll see. Hopefully that works out. Amazing. (laughs) Hi. Hello. (laughs) Um, So before we jump into the 31 questions, I thought it would be um, a good idea to kind Mm of, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there who either know about you, know about Backbeat Co., but there might be some people that don't know much at all. So I thought, Let's just pretend that nobody knows anything. And just if you could summarize what you do in a few sentences, just to start off, that would be great. No problem. So yeah, my name is Isadora Alvarez and I founded this clothing line called Backy Coat. So basically we're all about clothing for living easy, no fuss, everything, you know, throw it on, comfortable and cool. And we are heavily inspired by California through colors and like ease of wear and I say low impact is because we only use better fabrics, meaning we just use organic cotton, hemp, and tensile and recycled cotton. So just trying to do a little bit better to to mother nature. Yeah, no, I love that. And I love the the California influence. I think Mm -hmm. just from, you know, what I've seen of your clothing, um, and I saw a sneak peek of of what I think you're doing for fall, um, I definitely see the... um, the surf influence there. I saw there was a beautiful sweater with like a wave pattern. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My new fave. I can't wait for fall next year. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, you guys, when you uh, visit, uh, the social media for backbeat Cove, they'll, they'll be able to see it. And I think they'll appreciate it just as much as I do. I think it's really beautiful. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you for that uh, little intro into what what you do. And thank you for your your practices. We, we really appreciate that. A lot of my listeners and myself included, you know, um, when we're not wearing vintage, we look to brands mm-hmm. that, um, you know, practice sustainability and they care about who's making their clothing. They care about the fabric and where the fabric's coming from. So, you know, really admire you for that. And thank you for making the effort. Gosh, you are making me blush so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you ready for some questions? I am ready. Okay, first Let's question. <laughs> what is your zodiac sign? I am a Taurus. Okay. I don't know what my sister's thing called rising sun, but my mom can't still can't tell me what <laughs> what hour I was born. Oh yeah, no, so I know what I, you mean. With I haven't seen. 
I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> well, yeah, because with your birth chart, they, they need to know like the minute. And I know I've, yes. I've heard like other, I, I listened to like an astrology podcast once and the host was like, well, I can't really help you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so harsh. <laughs> okay. So I know I thought it was like closer to like noon, but then my my aunt was like, I think it was closer to like seven o'clock in the oh. morning. So I was just like, oh, it's all screwed up. I'm not even going to put that in yet. <laughs> okay. So you are a Taurus. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Um, where were you born? I was born in the Philippines. Okay. Very cool. So I am born and raised in the Philippines. I only moved to the U.S. when I, like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I'm not going to say what age because that's going to age me. It's okay. I wouldn't ask. Um, Did you move directly to California? Yes. From the Philippines, I moved directly to San Francisco. Okay. Because I went to school at the Academy of Art. Where do you live now? I now live in Los Angeles, where it's sunny all the time and it's glorious. Nice. Nice. And don't worry, that's all you need to tell me. You don't need to tell me specifics. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting creepy or anything. Um, what is your favorite meal? Oh, that's, that's hard. Um, I would say sushi. Sushi. That, that's, yeah, I can eat that more than I feel like three times a week. I always see you cooking on Instagram and your food <laughs> looks really bomb. So I don't know if that's you or Thank your, you. Is that you or your husband? I'm assuming it's... Oh, no. If somebody's cooking, that's definitely me. If somebody's a decorating thing, that's definitely my husband. But yeah, I always like to throw like um, parties for my friends. So I'm always trying to cook big meals. Oh, no. I know. I remember there was was, like some large piece of meat once. (laughs) I don't know what it was. It looked very succulent. I know. I'm I'm so Filipino in that sense that it's very meat heavy. Yeah, I don't eat like that all the time, though. Just FYI, guys. No, yeah. no. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm everything in moderation, but it doesn't for me. Every now and then, I need it, um, so I totally get it. Yeah. Um, do you drink alcohol? Um, I do not so much. I used to, but I, I, I always try to say that I suffer from. Um, depression and anxiety so I try not to over imbibe but when I do I love a good um, glass of wine okay well that was my next question is what is your favorite yeah. drink <laughs> I actually I recently gave up drinking for a little while myself so um you know it feels pretty good I um no it feels great your head no feels hangovers. clear yes, yeah that's yeah I mean and I feel like once I hit 30 the hangover it just got oh gosh it's just not worth it's it. It's over. <laughs> you lose a whole day afterwards. There's no like quick you really do. Um, and my mood the next day is just like shot. So I just try to like not. Yeah, you know, totally. Well, when you when you do it. treat yourself to a glass of wine, what type of wine do you drink? Um, I recently got an into. I'm just gonna sound so hipster, but like orange wine. Orange wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, good I like I hate it. saying that but I know it's just like so trendy right now that I just but yes nice. I have recently started getting getting into orange wines and you know I love a good red I'm not I'm still trying to like figure out it's just, there's just so much choices out there so and now there's I, like that whole natural wine movement too exactly so it's just like throwing another one in the mix so it's I'm still in like at the very early stages of my wine journey. 
got it still exploring i'm no expert yeah (laughs) me either i look at the i look at the label and if it's I buy it. Oh, totally. Totally. And, and, you know, if wine companies knew what they were doing, they would like re mm-hmm. most of them would rebrand for sure. <laughs> totally. Um, what's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday would be Christmas. Christmas. And the Philippines, we, yeah, we celebrate Christmas starting in September. What? So I really, yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Is there, we is, call it the, well, is there call like the a, Burr month? Oh. I don't know. I don't know why, but the minute it starts getting into the Burr month, they uh-huh. start playing Christmas songs in like the radio in the malls, and everybody starts decorating by like October. Oh my! So gosh. we don't have Thanksgiving right. back home, right. so yeah. it's kind of like an extended. That's like that's our Thanksgiving through like Christmas, like holiday period. And what's the weather typically like there during Christmas? Pretty temperate, or um, it's nice. Yeah, because it's like not. It's, you know, it's never cold, but it's also like not hot, hot. where you, you're sweating when you're in the shower. So nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, that's very interesting. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that early. That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like people here would really love that because some people are like, you know, they have like the six month countdown. It's like summer, and they're like, oh my god, Christmas is coming. <laughs> there, it's like summer, it's like humid summer forever. Yes. Um. Could you describe your morning routine in three words? Ooh, three words. Um, easy. I just take my time. I don't know how to explain three words, but oh, I really that's a, well, take, take my time. time. In the morning. Like, yeah, <laughs> I guess that is take my time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Yeah, that is three words. Yeah, I just take my time. That's okay. Do yeah. you have like, mm-hmm. um, do you do something to help you get ready for the day? Do you eat breakfast? Do you drink anything like coffee, tea? I do. So I wake up. Um, I try to not really check my, I've learned to really not check my emails the minute I wake up, but mm-hmm. for like, you know, a struggle. Um, yes. I read a book. I wake up really early. I wake up at like six-ish. Me too. Me too. Um, and then I try to like read a book, catch up with my family back home. If that's the time that they're about to like go to bed. And then, yeah. And then I get into my email and then I get up and drink tea. Usually sometimes I'll have breakfast, sometimes not. It's really just like sporadic. Nice. Okay. And what about like your nightly routine? How do you wind down from a long day at the office or even when you're traveling? Are there anything like routines that you have? I now, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've gotten into puzzling. So yes. I've been puzzling at night, which yes. is, has been really great. Um, um, I also have my now, my substitute for glass of water, which, you know, I either eat like a little gummy or maybe smoke a little bit of weed. Yeah. But that's usually like my winding down. Yeah. Just um, chill out. Yeah. Nice. No, your puzzles are intense. <laughs> I started one. It's half relaxing, half very like anxiety inducing. Yeah. I started one the other day and I thought of you, but it's um much, <laughs> it's much less intense than like that, that gradient one that you were doing around Christmas time. <laughs> That was actually not too bad. I have one right now that's been bugging me that I haven't finished yet. I also get super competitive with myself. So I'm just like, I'm going to finish this today. I know. And then I don't finish. I know. <laughs> I, I don't do, finish I do the same thing. 
I did that like a year ago with one and I had like the worst headache and like neck pain from just like craning over the puzzle late at night. I'm like, oh my God, what time is it? (laughs) My husband's like, you know, this is supposed to help you relax. That's stress you out more, right? I know. I know, but I think some some of us are just wired that way, unfortunately. Exactly. Oh, okay. Um, what motivates you on a difficult day? Boy, uh, I think just be my. I always just tell myself like I'm super lucky to be able to do what I do. Yes. So I should shut up and just do it. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, gratitude. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, lucky to wake up in the morning and, and, you know, have work to do. I, I try to do that yeah, myself I mean, as well. You know, not everybody's so lucky. So I think that's a good approach. Yeah. Not going to lie. It still sucks. But. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I know. Even when you try to like do those check-ins with yourself, I feel like, you know, there are still some days where it's like, oh man. Yeah, exactly. So, I totally agree. Um, well, this I know the answer to, but I don't think any most other people probably won't. But do you have any pets? I do. I have. We have a nine-year-old Doberman and a five-year-old little Chihuahua mix. So they're big and small. Yes, you're uh, two boys, yes. Max and Dude. Yes, <laughs> your little guy looks a lot like my little guy and girl. They're very similar. I um, know. <laughs> yeah. They're the craziest. Oh, they're super cute. And I love your Doberman. I love Dobermans yeah. in general. I'd love to have one someday. They're just, just like a big puppy. Yeah, they're just so beautiful and regal. So, okay. Um, what is the last book that you read or are currently reading? Um, the last or the latest book that I read. Oh my gosh, I, I'm not going to pretend that I love a good chick lit book. <laughs> the more like unbelievable and the more corny the better. Cause I, it's like my reality TV I read every day, but I can't like, I don't want to read like a serious book every day. No. Well, you should, so I don't I think that's good like, like for mental health either, you know, <laughs> you no, read like a, I, a heavy book, you need a light one to balance it out. Exactly. So I did. Okay. So this one, I started reading the book by the author of Call Me By Your Name. It's called Find Me. Okay. So that's the only thing that I feel proud saying out loud. <laughs> the other <laughs> ones are really bad. <laughs> That's okay. You can keep you can keep those to yourself. But I mean, honestly, I think I, if like I like that you compared it to your reality TV. I'd rather read like you know, a book than, than watch reality TV. I think that's better for your brain. Totally. So no matter. I still learn, like, even if it's like the, the dumbest book, I still learn like a new word or two. Yes. So, yes, yeah. totally. I always catch myself having to like, look up, you know, I'll like have my phone next to me and look up on the diction, like dictionary.com. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know this word. So I think that's a really yeah. good point. So kids keep reading. That's the <laughs> <laughs> no matter how silly the book might seem, you'll yes, still learn something. Exactly. Um, where do you look for inspiration for your brand? I um, I do a lot of vintage shopping. Yeah. I still go to the real school. Um, I'm always just on a lookout. I still go to vintage shops and stuff like that. So it's a lot of that. And then just kind of like 
feeling. It's like, oh, I kind of want to do this. Like I'm feeling like yeah. a very utilitarian jacket or something like that. That's cool. So you're listening like to your own instincts. Mm -hmm. I like that. Cool. Yeah. I do a lot of vintage colors too. So I'm always like on the lookout for vintage pieces. Um, Who in the the fashion community has influenced you over time? Are there any designers or figures that you, you find inspiring? I feel like it changes Mm -hmm. all the time, depending on like the season that I'm in. But I'm trying to think. Uh, that's a tough one. I know. Well, I feel the same way too because I feel like it's morphed throughout my life. You know, um, I mean, there yeah. might there might be a few here and there that stick around, but it does it does change from time to time. Like I would say, like high, like more like you know, like established, like old school, like fashion labels. I would say, like I always. Whenever I'm out shopping, I always go to like Miyake or like CDG and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just for like, just for it's a bare level of like fashionist, basically for the art. So it's always like nice and inspiring to see how they do things and then maybe take info and like kind of do it in like a more simpler way. Right. Kind of fit my own, you know, style. Yeah. No, I like that. I think that's nice. Yeah. Um, did you go to school for fashion design or any type of fashion education? I did. I took up, um, uh, what do you call it? Of course, it's called an AA. It's like a one year. Oh, is it fashion it's, merchandising or design? No, it's kind of like, um, it's like a, kind of like a certificate course. So I took a certificate course in design and the small teams and then merchandising. I have a degree in merchandising from... Academy of Art in San Francisco. Oh yes, that's right. You did say you uh, you mm-hmm. went to school in San Francisco. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So both design and um, the business side. Nice. Do you feel like they've helped you um, with your business? <laughs> I always say experience is the the, like the best teacher. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of like my internships and like my jobs is where I learned a lot from. Yeah. Obviously, like you're basically learning from school and kind of like scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you really want to get into the meat of things, you have to do it. Yes. Yeah. Learning by doing for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, why the name Backbeat Co.? What made you pick the name for the company? Um, so I honestly, we were just really searching for a name that might kind of fit us. Mm-hmm. And I think at that time I saw that backbeat is like a note that it's a little bit, there's a technical like term for it, but it's usually um, found in like old school, like blues and R&B songs. And it's just like, it's like a, it hits a little differently. Yeah. So I thought I, that was a little apt for our brand. I it like seems, that. When we started, we used mostly like, you know, basic, like, t-shirts sweatshirts and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then we would add like little details to it that I saw you know just hit a little bit differently no I like that I, I I'm aware of the musical term I just didn't realize that's mm-hmm. what that's where you got it from that makes I sense I am now. no way musically inclined <laughs> if you're gonna if that was your next question 
<laughs> no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> what instruments do you play? Do not do you play, play any instruments. <laughs> nope, none. Zero. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did skip a question, though. I just realized that I'm looking at my paper. Um, do you have a hit, Do you have any hidden talents? I can pinch with my toes. That's my hidden talent. You can. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, can you pinch hard? Like, does it hurt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that cracks me up. <laughs> okay, so like watch out for those it. toes, my friends, if you're ever out of the That is not what I expected you to say. That's amazing. Thank you. That's made my day. Um, what, what is your first memory involving vintage clothing? Do you have a clear cut memory where you can remember like, you're like, okay, this is cool or this is substantial to me? Um, I started even when I was still living in the Philippines. So in the Philippines, we, you know how like you hear these stories now where, you know, like, um, unsold secondhand clothing goods are like sent over to like developing countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had that. Right. And this is like, I guess, I lived in the States for like 10 years now and I've been thrifting since I was like, you know, a teenager. So it's been like forever. Right. Um, and I would just remember going, and I live in a little island called Palawan, and there was like a lot of malls out there. Mm-hmm. There was none when I was still living there. So we had a lot of like thrift, like secondhand clothing stores. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was in high school, I would go and buy stuff for like $3, $2. And it was so funny because my mom would always be like, you spent $2 on that top, but then you spent another two dollars to get it altered you're crazy right. but I was like no but it's special I I have it I'm the only one who has it right and it's a perfectly good piece of clothing that just maybe doesn't fit me a hundred percent right so I'm just gonna work on it nice well, I like that. Yeah. I like that you had the um, the awareness to know, like, okay, I can alter this. It's not totally lo- a loss if it doesn't fit perfectly. I think that's that's really mm-hmm. cool. I think I feel I think I still have one of those pieces. Oh, cool! If I'm not mistaken, because I bought it. Yeah, I still have it. You should hold on to that forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your ultimate vintage wish list item? Is there anything out there that you're seeking or something that if you got it, like it, that would be it. That would be something you'd be super excited about. Uh, a vintage Sade t-shirt. Nice. That would be it. Yeah. Nice. I got, I recently got a vintage Beach Boys t-shirt. I paid so much money for it, but I was just like, just, I'm not going to let this go. Oh, the, the, you know what, the musical, the musical <laughs> shirts, like any kind of band's performance. They've gone crazy. It's getting, it's getting out of hand. Yeah. Or even just exactly. like TV shows, like um, cultural, cultural references, you know, pop culture, yeah. like 90s stuff is just absolutely absurd. You know, I was talking with Art about it the other day and he was saying like, oh my God, I had all these like red hot chili peppers t-shirts and he's like, I got rid of them. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Yeah. I was in, I was in like a vintage kind of like, you know, you know how like the streetwear vintage is kind of like hot right now. So I was in one in, in Kentucky with that, in Kentucky with that, and I was in some um, and I went inside and I was like, oh, like, oh, whatever, like an ice cube t-shirt. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought it said 35 and I was like, oh, that's pretty cheap. And I went out and <laughs> went to get, you know, have it checked out. And they were like, oh, it's 350. And I was like, no, I don't think so. Oh my God. I know. It's getting out of hand. Yeah. I was like, this is even that cool. Come on, guys. I mean, and yeah. And like at some point in time, it's like, okay, when is like too, like, when is it just ridiculous? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel like we'll hit, we'll hit that point at some point. I think I reached my max with, a, with that. Um, the Beach Boys. The, the Beach Boys t shirt I just bought. But I love it. I've worn it 10 times since I bought it last month. So it's nice. already worth it. Yes, cost per wear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I um, truly believe in that. No, me too. Me too. I mean, 10 times, that's a lot in a one month span. So good for you. Sorry, um, my phone just beeped. Oh, that's okay. Um, what is your favorite uh, vintage brand and or brands? Are there brands that you gravitate to when you're looking either for inspiration or shopping for yourself? I always go to my friend Raina, um, born to Rome. Yes, we love Raina. You know, you know her. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yes. Um, she, whenever I need new clothes, I just, you know, go to her and be like, I'm looking for this, do you have this? Or just I'm always just like stopping her stories or if I visit her, I just you know, shop her, you know, collection. Um, I also just go to the Rosal and there are several um, vendors there that I always try to see whenever I go. Yeah. No, totally. I don't know their names, unfortunately. Well, some of them, I should have that. Yeah, but you know what? Some of them, just from my experience going there, like they're not, they're like old school or like they're just not advertised. They are. And that's like their thing. They are. Yeah. They're not like, on, yeah. they're not on the social medias. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, they're vintage peers, which I appreciate. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. What, Um. okay, so... And you might not, might not have an answer for this one because I know it's definitely going to be your own brand. But are there any modern brands other than your own that you like to mix with vintage? Anybody else that you support or that you like what they're doing? Modern brands. Um, like when I, I say, think... I mean like brands that are on the same level as yours in terms of sustainability and quality. Honestly, my my closet right now is probably like... 50% vintage and I'm really not like lying when I say that. Well, that was my, that was actually vintage. my next question. <laughs> what percentage vintage would you say your closet is? <laughs> I would say 50. Yeah. Cause that's the only time that I, I am, I'm so inundated with like clothes all the time. Right. I know. And so I, even like with, should say this, but even with like my, with my stuff, like I see it like day in and day out. So I'm kind of, you know, yeah. A little bit over it by the time it drops. I've like seen like a hundred versions of it. I mean, I still wear it, don't get me wrong. But for me, if I want like newness, especially from my wardrobe, I usually go vintage shopping. Yeah. Just because I also, you know, like I pay myself. So I right. try to like not spend too much. And yeah. it's also just like I love vintage clothing. And so. If I want to search and go on a shopping spree, I usually do vintage. Nice. That's cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, you answered the percentage question. So <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 totally. Two birds with one stone. Um, now I'm going to go into just a few little like either this or that. Um, so you mm-hmm. just pick one or the other. So East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. West Coast. No question. <laughs> Um, 
Would you rather go to a lake or to the ocean? Ocean, for sure. Coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. What kind of tea do you drink? Um, Earl Grey with some milk. Oh, I love that. Girl of my mm-hmm. own heart. I know. I'm like, um, mm-hmm. I'm totally, I'm not a coffee person and I love tea with just like milk and honey. Um Especially yeah. Earl Grey. I have an um, organic Earl Grey lavender tea, which is Ooh. so good. Yeah. You need to text me that. Yeah, I'll, like send, brand that is. I'll send you a picture. Um, okay. Well, this one I think you kind of answered. Netflix or a good book? Good book. Although a really bad rom-com on Netflix is also like... <laughs> Guilty pleasure. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about the guilty pleasures. Oh, me too. My guilty pleasure is like um, the the British royal family and like their history. I'm, I've become quite, oh I've become like a British <laughs> history um, nerd. Not like super That's- far back, but like more like modern, like within like the last 200 years. So like Queen Victoria. So, <laughs> so we'll talk about, Me- we'll talk about Megxit soon. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. I just, it's like, no, that's like my guilty pleasure at lunch. I'm like, let's see what um, everybody's up to, you know, in the royal family. It's horrible. Um, Okay. Um, Puzzle or board game? I feel like I know what you're going to pick. Puzzle. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm losing my voice. I see. I told you I was going to need some tea. I'm going to take a Well, also like, no, it's so hard because if if it's a board game, I, I love a good Scrabble game, but it's hard to do that by yourself so. I mean, I purposefully made it difficult yeah. for you <laughs> you like scrabble though i love scrabble i do like scrabble yeah i'm, I'm very competitive when it comes to scrabble um Great. yeah and i just actually got a vintage edition of mall madness i don't know um what? yeah it was not cheap you want to talk about paying a lot of money for something <laughs> and it says it's like it's the complete game i'm like it it better be the fucking complete game for what I'm paying. <laughs> so like as soon as I got it, I opened it. I was like looking for all the pieces. And of course, like I wanted to make sure that the electronic thing that talks works and it did. And oh like I almost started to cry because I like I could not afford <laughs> like my parents could not afford it when I was little and I wanted it badly mm-hmm. for Christmas. So I was like, one day I'm going to get that game for myself. So it was super emotional. That's amazing. Yeah, no. So that's I love that. It's tough. Puzzle and versus board game is a tough one. <laughs> Because I feel like they're both kind of like the same, same unless thing. you really just play like, you know, like the no thinking board game. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the ones that make you think. Except for Mall Madness. That's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, just uh, two more questions. No problem. What is your advice for young people looking to work in the fashion industry? I know you touched upon working by by doing and getting yourself out there, mm-hmm. um, but is there anything else you'd like to to add to that? I would say, like, if you really want to learn how everything works, I try working for like a smaller brand. Smaller brands, you know, you'll be wearing yeah, you'll, you'll be wearing a lot of hats. I would just say I would do every single aspect of it, mm-hmm. like work in an every single like you know facet kind of position that you can yeah Uh, just so that you know how it like works all in all I didn't know a lot of things when I started and I wish I knew more things but you know just do it yeah no, and I think that's true. And I think eventually you find your your niche, you know, like I did styling for a long time and I thought that that's what I wanted to do. 
And I did a little bit of like fashion journalism as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But I never saw myself ending up as a buyer and I definitely never ended it like thought I'd end up working in wholesale. So um, yeah. Yeah, I think you're you never know. Yeah, you never know. So it doesn't hurt. Like I, I think what you said is good. I definitely wouldn't turn my nose up in the air at any opportunity, especially if I was, you know, looking back when I was younger. So I think that's really good advice yeah. is just to don't be scared. And, you know, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You know, you figure out you don't like it and then, OK, move on and, you know, kind of keep narrowing exactly. it down. So cool. Mm-hmm. Instead of like pigeonholing your pigeonholing yourself like immediately, I that's always what I say. Just try everything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last question: Where do you see yourself personally in 2030? So ten years from now, <laughs> no. do you have any goals? Um, hopefully, I still have the brand. Yeah. Maybe just in like a creative director. <laughs> Yeah. Position. Yeah, you'll yeah. have you'll not be doing all the the you know exactly. Yeah, when you're that's running a small a, you business, know, that's just a small dream. <laughs> yeah, well, you wear a lot of hats. You know, I mean, I do I do. I do it here. Art does it here, and I mean, he's it's just been his business for a very long time. Um, sorry, there's a loud truck going by, um, but you know, no I know any anybody who has a small business, you wear a lot of hats and sometimes you're doing things that like don't necessarily fall with your title. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, a lot, yeah, a (laughs) lot, you know, I always tell people they're like, Oh, you're a creative director. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not like creative director of Vogue. Like it's a little bit different. Um, I'm not creative and directing just like all the time. It's a lot of like, yeah, business stuff that's not fun. Yeah. And, you know, administrative Mm -hmm. stuff and just keeping people, keeping people on task and not letting things, you know, get swept under the rug or forgotten about. So no, I totally, I think let's have those, that goal together um, for 10 years from now. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a little less stressful. Well, do I check in? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll schedule it on my phone right now. (laughs) And iCal that you so kindly opened my world to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so guys, uh, when no I was problem. when I was scheduling this interview um, with Isadora, she asked me to send her an iCal invite and I won't lie, it was like the first time anybody's ever asked me to do that because I work strictly out of like Apple reminders and now it's like I'm very I'm very happy with the iCalendar. <laughs> There's a lot more complicated ones, but that's the most simple one. So let's start with that. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's a good start. Um, Well, girl, thank you for your time um, and and for answering those questions. Um, Just to kind of wrap up, where can my listeners find you? I know you have a one brick and mortar or two. One, one. So it's in twenty five oh five. Avenue in Berkeley. Berkeley, okay. And yeah, and then it's our own store, and then we are online as well. www.backbeat.co. Okay. And Instagram is at backbeat.co. I can't even say my name. And I also have my own Instagram. It's Isadora double underscore Alvarez. Yeah, and I suggest, guys, if you want to follow her personal one, you're going to see a lot of puzzles, <laughs> dogs, dogs <laughs> food. Um, Nothing glamorous. Her house is super cute. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. Can I just ask, ask you one quick question? Is it difficult managing yeah. the brick and mortar from that distance from Berkeley to L.A.? Yeah, it's 
Is that ever good? Yeah. Kind of tough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I figure. <laughs> I'm just super lucky that I found um, trustworthy people. That, yes, I love them. They're good. great. They work super hard, and they care about the store. Like it's their store. Oh, which, lovely. You know. Yeah. So it's just been a little bit difficult just because like you know, I'm here and it would have been better if the distance was closer. But, you know, that's how you kind of just really just do things and well, figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's a really, I, I feel like it would be a really great location despite, you know, the distance geographically for mm-hmm. you. Um, but yeah. I really think, you know, having key, key people that you can trust is so important in any business. So exactly. that's, that's yeah. awesome that you have the ability to not need to be there all the time. Cause I think that would get really yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Do you usually you drive up or, or fly? I depends. If I have a lot of things to bring, I will drive up, but I've been trying not to just because it's so exhausting. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> doing that drive. I do it all the time. And I think I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I'm not working this hard. I need to be driving. All the time. No, that's, so, a, that's a long, yeah. I'm just thinking like Fresno to LA is a drive in and of itself. And then Mm -hmm. Fresno to San Francisco is a drive in and of itself. And you're basically doing that in one clip. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And by yourself too. Yes. By by hour six, I'm already like talking to myself. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh God. (laughs) Well, um, that's all I really have for you. Um, in terms of this interview. So yes, thank you. This is the most, fun podcast interview. Oh my God, stop. (laughs) I tried to make it fun. I tried to make it relevant to what you do and what we're talking about, but also a little bit, a little bit lighthearted. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like we said, we don't want everything too serious. We need like the rom-com chick flick conversations too. Exactly. You get it. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much for your time and best of luck to you this year with the brand and, and everything in life. So take care. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me again. Of course. Bye. Bye.